Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober.coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Good morning, Glenn. Hey, Mikey. How's it going today? Good, man. How you doing, brother? You know, I'm here to find out. All right. Do a pulse check. Do a, do do a check-in. Do a coffee check-in. That's right. I mean, you're going to tell me how I'm doing. What do you love to say? You a man can't read his own label, right? That's right, man. You can't read the label on your own jar. That's right. So let's read each other's, right? But uh, super excited to be here again, man. I just love having coffee. Love coffee, coffee, coffee. You know, in fact... Um, not going to release any info yet, but a little teaser, as you like to say, uh, working with a uh, potential uh, partner slash sponsor slash, uh, you know, just a great guy. Um, and we're exploring it now. So, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, just as an additional teaser, it is coffee related. So we'll, we'll see how it works out. You got me on the edge of my seat. Come I know. On. We'll see. Edge of my seat. So... I can't believe this is kind of the wrap-up of our series, if you will. We, uh, we've been walking through the steps. For those uh, listening in at home, you know, we started out, uh, started out with the 12-step program and, and have uh, taken a coffee each week to talk about the steps. And I can't believe we're at the uh, season finale. Or as, as uh, some people say, that's just when the work really begins. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah. It's, this hour is easy. I, my, the odds of me actually picking up this hour are pretty are pretty light, you know. But then I've got twenty three hours on the outside of this coffee shop that I need to apply some of the principles that we've laid out and that I've learned and and now are re, re relaying out. Yeah, in fact, when you're uh, making me go back to the first rehab I was in in two thousand and three in Laguna Beach. So I'm there for a week and and I found a a temporary sponsor. You know, and I mean, I was so ego driven and so materialistic. You know, I picked him because of the kind of watch he had. You know, he he came in from the outside. He spoke to you know, and he said, "Hey, get a you know, you guys should get a temporary sponsor." So of course, I raised my hand in the middle of the meeting. I'm like, "Dude, I want you to be my sponsor." He goes, "Hey, let's talk after the meeting." But I picked him because he had a nice watch. So so anyhow, we're you know, he takes me out. And we're we're driving down Pacific Coast Highway in his you know convertible, and I remember looking over to him. And and tap in my watch and say, "Come on, man, let's go. Let, let let's hurry up. I got three weeks to finish these steps, and and then I I have to get back to work." <laughs> um, and and here I am, what eighteen years later or so, <laughs> still yeah, working the steps. Still, wor- still working the steps. When yeah, when do we end? When <laughs> do we end? Well, it's funny. I was thinking. Nuts. I was thinking. I was re-listening to a couple of our coffees, and I was thinking to myself. Boy, I could take these and and just binge watch. I could binge listen, you know, right, just like right. you know, like a good Netflix series. I could binge watch, but uh, yeah, but that's funny. not going to yeah. accelerate my program, right? No, you know, and I mean, you know, hey, you know, steps you can sit there and read them, but they're really most of them are action steps, Absolutely. right? So it's right. not just sitting there reading them, but um, yeah, you know, it's certainly dig- digging in and and figuring stuff out, and and hey. You know what? You can go on on the web, and this is just our take on it. Our coffee right. chat on on the twelve steps. Yep. I mean, there's if you go online, there's PhDs weighing in on the twelve steps, whatever. But this is just us. I'm, I'm ADD. 
ADHD, PhD. <laughs> yeah, right? That's right. Yeah, there you go. I qualify for something. I don't <laughs> that's know why. Man. But yeah, no, that's a great point. You know, we're just a couple of guys with. Uh, uh, with the desire to share our story, maybe bring somebody a little closer to hope in a hopeless situation. That's it. Yeah, but I will say that you, you just did a math equation that yeah, you, we did. <laughs> that you, did. That we're like, well, you know, Brian, our engineer says, okay, what happens after these twelve steps? And and you know, funny thing is, is this whole this whole idea started, you know, Mike, you and I go to the same meetings, and um, you know, Mikey took notes. Right. So after every meeting, I I usually come out with one or two morsels, right, that I can really chew on that day and really learn from and, and, you know, and live differently because of, right. But you took notes and, and one time you said, man, I got like 740, like, and I'm like, man, that is so valuable. And, And I know what some of them are. I'm like, that'd be so valuable just to get on a mic and share that with other people, you know. So, hey, we are not PhD levels. We are not experts. We are not, not, not. But we're just two guys that are at the coffee shop. In the corner, I'll, you know. say, I'll tell you, our only qualifier is combined. <laughs> we have seventy-two years of being out on the of stories. The, yeah, seventy-two years of stories to tell. So, uh, anyway, step twelve. Let's get down to the business here. Uh, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to other alcoholics and to practice these principles in all our affairs. So, as we say, words matter, and there's a lot of words in there. You know. Um, Spiritual awakening, um, mm-hmm. you know, for for me, I mean, that's you know, living in a new spiritual way. But I just live differently. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of how I underlined it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then try to carry this message to alcoholics. You know, I look at that as service, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But but for a lot of times, Mikey, I I stop there, right? And mm-hmm. I. I forget what the rest of this is, and to practice these principles in all our affairs, and that's you know for for me that's looking at that list of 194 defects, and you know working on a regular basis, continuous basis to eliminate those. Well, here's the beautiful thing about the program. I I honestly didn't even know what a principle was. I was not guided by principles for most of my life. I thought they were the ones like in uh, that, that grade called me school. To the, yeah, called me to the <laughs> I office. I thought you were in that principal's That's office right. a lot. I thought you had a good understanding of what Which, that was. Which, by the by, one of my favorites here, you, you, you open the, you oh, tee the ball. Oh, is one of these 76 you, years yeah, yeah. of stories? You put, you put the ball on the tee. Uh, you know, I was on the dean's list. I don't know if you know that. I do not believe that. Show yeah, me. Absolutely. I, I called I need, me, he called me to my his office every day of the week. Mike, <laughs> Mike R, report to the dean's oh, office. Oh, that dean's list. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't live by principles, and so yeah, it's going to be fun unpacking that a little bit because uh, principles are something I've learned a lot about and realized that I have those inside me uh, that are now redefined, retooled, and ready for for deployment. Yeah. So so it just hit me here. Uh, you know, live thought. Um, you know, principles. The way I looked at it. Um, you know, we talked about this in step six, right? That that list of 194 defects, mm-hmm. right? And and to me, that just takes me back to, you know, that religion I had growing up. A ton of don'ts, mm-hmm. right? Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that, right? And 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 I look at things differently today. So it's funny because as soon as we said principles, you know, I thought eliminate the defects, right? But it but 
you know, the principles are the opposite of the defects. Absolutely. Right? Right. And it's like, you know, hey, instead of being judging, be loving, right? So right. it's it's a counter. So it's not don't do this, don't do that, but hey, do this, be this, do this. Be this right? right? So instead of, hey, don't eat sugar, don't eat donuts, hey, eat fruit. Right. Right. Type of thing, right? Right. So, you know, it starts out a little bit the the if we want to look at the words, it says having had a special so so step 12 assumes that we've had some kind of awakening some kind of awakening over as a result of doing the previous 11 steps right so for me i had i had an awakening uh, and i can't say it was a bolt of of light that came down you know through through the ceiling of a room uh, though that happened to me many times <laughs> prior in my in my drinking days with some weird things like that would happen mm. but uh you know yeah i i absolutely had an awakening and the awakening was a was a self awakening a spiritual awakening you could say of self awareness uh and and um, i want to say conf- uh, confidence is the wrong word glenn i i don't know what i'm looking for but there was a there there was a re a relearning of of who I was, and so a new re, a positioning, right? A position change. I'm 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 not making my point. I can see by the I can see by the dumbfounded look on your face. <laughs> like, what are you trying to well, say, Mike? Just say it. Well, I'm almost done with my coffee, so I probably need your coffee. Right. But um, no, I think I mean those those lightning bolts. Um, you know, and, and and I think the way you were trying to describe it is they they were like. Um, just like emotional, you know, snippets in time, right? Right. <clears throat> you know, good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and for for me, and I, you know, I do watch others. You know, and that's how I've, you know, I've learned a lot from the program. But I learn how I watch how other people live the program. You know, I've heard the stories of people in like rehab, right? And like the first night in rehab, they get down on their knees by by their bunk and. You know, they say a prayer and they can feel the lightning bolt come down from God and God changes them forever, mm-hmm. you know? And and I'm not mocking that because maybe I'm jealous of that, but dude, that is nowhere near how it happened for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, because as a result of these steps, steps took me a long time, it took me several years to get through the steps. Mm-hmm. Right, and 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 I know it wasn't a lightning bolt change for you right. either. It was, you know, it was over time. Sure. You know, yep. So you know, I, I love what you just said, and it, it helped me define what I was thinking and trying to get out. But you're right, my my spiritual awakenings over the years, where I thought I was repositioning, were really just aberrations in emotion. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I heard you say to me, and uh, you know, and. I yeah, yeah. And then I mean, with with the the whole carrying the message thing. I mean, the first couple times I read that, you know, it t- took me back to college. You know, where you know people got in the van with their bullhorns and went down the street corner, and you know, were bullhorning, you know, you know, their view of religion out to people on the street as they were shopping, and and you know, I never really saw a good effect come from that, right? So that's the first thing I thought is, okay, how are we going to have to spread this, you know, message, you know, which bullhorn do we use, right? right? And, right. and so that had a negative impact. But, but, but over time, you know, over time I've learned that carrying the message, you know, first of all, can just be an example, right? right? Just live the program, you know, yourself, be committed to the program, 
share in meetings, show up, serve coffee, make coffee, chair meetings, just, you know, um, you know, just sharing in meetings can be a way of serving. Can be a big right? way, right? So I think being an example, you know, I, you know, A, I think you have to work the program before you can give it away. Mm-hmm. You know, before you can coach somebody else through it, you know, you have to go through it yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I love people that are on step three and are trying to sponsor people. It, it, I don't see it working that way, right. you know? Although I know the early guys did it that way. They did it real quick and, you know, but you know, I, th- I think the example is, um, you know, very important. Yeah. So as as I look at as I look at carrying the message to other alcoholics, you know, one of the things that I look back at is is uh, purpose. Um, you know, in my life, I, I I had jaunts of what I thought was clear purpose. You know, but I really always needed to manufacture a new me uh, in order to to achieve that purpose. I had to I had to be chameleon like I had to I had to be funnier I had to be faster I had to be quicker I had to be smarter I had to be taller uh, not possible by the way and <laughs> yeah right and uh, but but for carrying the message to other alcoholics uh, is such a natural to me uh, just because because again I all I can all I can do is relate to their story and hopefully they relate to mine so. Um, yeah, it's funny. You know, my first experience, and I, I shared this at meetings for, for many years when I was in the earlier steps and I was never a step 12. And, you know, people would ask me my opinion of step 12. And I'm like, well, I'm not there yet. I said, but I can assure you this. I said, I am a byproduct of other people working their step 12. Right. Um, I mean, I have a sponsor who was relentless with me, relentlessly committed all my relapses, I mean, I'd be in middle of another rehab, relapse, another hospital, two in the morning, my sponsor would roll in. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be in some other town, you know, in a police station, my sponsor would roll in. Um, I mean, the, the level of commitment and service work that he did for me and others. You know, mm-hmm. I, I had a sober brother in the program. You know, I came out of that four-month program. He says, hey, man, I got a big house. I got empty rooms. How about just coming, staying with with me until you, you get on your feet. Mm-hmm. I stayed with him for almost three years, mm-hmm. you know, and, and what a what a sober time that was of growth and figuring things out. And I mean, I've had, you know, people help me with cash. I've had people help me with rides. I've had people, you know, get on the phone with me at all kinds of hours, you know. I've had people tolerate me and, and forgive me and, and do serve me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as we, we, you know, I'll jump ahead to the hope section and then we'll, we'll sling back, but my uh, sponsor, I love it today. Because then, you know, when I started serving other people, mm-hmm. you know, first thing, you know, because of my ego and, you know, I'm, I'm a show-off or I, I'm still a little bit of a show-off, I call my sponsor. I'm like, hey, here's here's what I did for so-and-so. And he responded, he goes, so what? And I'm like, what, well, what do you impressed. mean, so what? Not you impressed know? at yeah, all. Like, so what do you mean, so what? Man, you, you should be like, like, like proud of me. He's like, dude, that's what you're supposed to do. Right. You know, grow up. You know, mm-hmm. and then and then he said something that that has stuck with me, um, and I every time I get tired of you know, hey, here's another phone call, right? Four time today, this guy's calling me. You know, he said to me, he said, Glenn, he said there are not enough lifetimes for you to repay all the people that have done things for you. Mm. And man, I I remember that, you know. 
Um, and, and the things that people did for me shocked me because they didn't ask for anything in return. Mm-hmm. And, and I wasn't used to that. I'm used to business. Right. You know, hey, it's if somebody does two for me, I owe them four. You right. know, that's just how, how my whole life was wired. Right. Uh, Isn't that how the world basically is totally. wired? It's transactional. It's scorekeeping. Yeah, yeah right. scorekeeping. Right. And, and there is no scorekeeping here, and it's amazing. Right. And so, so people working their 12-step with, with me was kind of my first experience with the 12-step and really caught my attention. And then, you know, it's funny when, when I would call him up and, and actually said to him, I'm like, yeah, but if I, you know, if I do service for somebody and, and don't, and don't tell you or don't tell somebody and nobody knows about it, then didn't really count. <laughs> right. And boy, that's not how this works. You know, I, I heard a phrase early on in the program and, and I was confused by it at first, but I'd like to talk about it for a minute. And that is in order to get it, you need to give it away. And uh, that didn't make any sense to me because I was so focused on my own sobriety. I thought, I thought, what, what, what do I have to give away? Uh, first of all, and secondly, what do you mean by then I get it. I, you know, I didn't understand that. I've, I've come to, I've come to an appreciation of the fact that two things, and and I want you to correct me where I'm wrong or right onto this, but I, you know, first of all, it takes me out of myself. Um, I, I feel, I feel qualified to help somebody out, not to, I don't have the answer to sobriety. All I can do is, is convey the story of what happened to me, what steps I took and what life is like now. And, and boy, every time I have an opportunity to one-on-one with somebody, or in this case, one-on-many, uh, it, <laughs> right. it, it works. So let me put you on the spot. Yes. Okay. Um, and, and I'm not putting you on the spot to, to applaud you, although I always do that. Um, but just to paint a picture for others of, of what it means to, to serve others. What are some of the things that you do today um, you know, under step 12 to, you know, carry this message to other alcoholics. Okay. Well, you know, and, and again, you, there are several, there are several things that are ingrained and intertwined into my daily life. But I would say the one most important thing that I position myself and I learned this from my sponsor, he told me it's a smartphone, be smart with it plug numbers in there mm-hmm. and I want you to use those numbers. Day two of my program, he told me, here's what I want you to do. I want you to call Fred, Bill, and Mark every day. Fred, Bill, and Mark. Call them every day. Just check in. Okay, so I am going to organize this a little bit. Okay. Right? I'm going to call you out and I'm going to put your paragraphs into bullet points. Okay, okay? great. Yep. So, so I view that as staying connected staying with connected. other alcoholics. Yep, absolutely. Uh, service? Daily. Yeah, service daily. Uh, I, I I don't know if you check this off, but you know I'm a big Zoom. You know, with with, with the pandemic, uh, we had to we had to transition really quickly. We had to move into an environment. I, I one of my favorite favorite experiences in the program is uh, a week before March 16, 2020, um, a young man walked into the rooms and he was he was broken, Glenn. He was hurt. Uh, he was distraught and. And he wanted help. He he was in a place of desperation, and he needed help uh, to come to the other side to sobriety. And uh, I met with him for four days, uh, March twelfth through March sixteenth. And um, 
I showed up at the center specifically because I, I felt he'd come back. I, I felt something about him that, that he had a desire uh, to stop drinking and, uh, and, to, and to find a better way of life. And he showed up on the 13th, and he showed up on the 14th, and he showed up on the 15th. On the 16th, the center closed. And, uh, and, and there were no more meetings. There were no more meetings. There was no more place for him to go get hope. And, and, you know, quickly, myself and a couple of people in the program said, we've got to find a better way. And our knee-jerk reaction was to get on a, a 1-800-free conference call. And, <laughs> that uh, worked well, yeah, didn't well, it? Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, trying to use that technology that was oh, brought geez. to us in 1980. And, uh, and then quickly, uh, days after that, found Zoom, as so many people did, and uh, quickly set up an account, established meetings to... Uh, you know, to help people seven nights a week. Okay, so so again, to take, yeah. to take your 300 words and put it into a bullet point. I'll put a bullet. It's going to be um, two bullet points. Let's just make yeah. two bullet points out of that. So first one is staying connected daily with other alcoholics mm-hmm. through, through the phone. Right. Secondly is um, that you welcome people, that oh. you welcome newcomers. Absolutely. You know, but welcome everybody. But, you know, I just know that you have a, a passion and yeah we're probably going to go over 18 minutes here but so yep. be it um that you you welcome newcomers into the room you right right and and you also attend many zoom meetings many. so that's that's the uh you know that's the third bullet point right attend zoom. Yep. okay so what else do you do well, to serve others this is the sunday school answer but i it's an honest program and uh, i pray for the people that that i come across i mean you know, I, I, I don't pray every day, but man, I, I pray up for them uh, specifically. Is it situational? So when you see somebody yes. going through something, that's Absolutely. when you drop prayer? Or do you have to have a prayer list that you pull out? A prayer list that I pull out. Yep. All right. All right. Yep. Do that daily. Well, that's that's pretty powerful. All right. What else? We're, we're doing our list. That's number four. I stay sober. I just don't take the first drink. And that's it. So by staying sober, that I, helps you be available and be an right. example. That's right. Okay. Yep. Anything else? Nope. So I'm I'm going to push you on that. Okay. Because I know you do other things. You know, you uh, you know chair meetings. Um, you, you know, just to continue on the bullet points, you coordinate and lead a Sunday morning open, uh, open speaker meeting slash breakfast it's a great event right yeah um you're involved in a uh men's group spiritual men's group that involve quite a number of people from the program yeah people from the program right you uh do a podcast right you uh I, i i have known you to carry and deliver big books to people they need them. In fact, I'll tell this story also. You know, and I and I'm not. You know, hey, I'm I'm proud of you, and, and yeah, I'm not. I, li- I'm not liking the way this is turning. Well, I'm, well, I'm, hey, I'm man, liking you know the brochure. I, I think it's I think it's important to point out things, action steps, right for step twelve. Right. You know, and 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 people, folks may be sitting out there and saying, hey, well, what does that look like? Well, we want to paint that picture, and I think, you know, recently in one of these Zoomer meetings, um, and and. Another bullet point is you sponsor guys, right? Right. right. You don't sponsor women, right? Nope. 
Okay, guys. All right, so there was a guy who was just celebrating his one year. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been the guy that you just referenced. Sure, right. right. All right, so he was he was celebrating, celebrating his one, one year. year. Yep. We're on Zoom, and folks, this is this is so touching. I, I got chills. But this is an example of step twelve. You know, and and Mikey's not going to tell it himself, so I'll tell it. So we're on Zoom, and and this guy's celebrating his one year, and the guy's at work. Okay, so the guy's on Zoom at work in the back room, and he says, "Hey, I got one year, you know, sober." And 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 here comes Mikey behind him, right? And, uh, you know, in the room to give him his one-year coin. It was a surprise to the guy. The guy had no idea. Um, you know, and, and, and hey, it's those little things that have major impact, you know. And, you know, I think it's so, I mean, for me, you know, I do the mental gymnastics, right? And I sit there and, I mean, I love serving people. But I benefit from it. Mm-hmm. I personally benefit. A, I stay sober. B, I have purpose. It drives my purpose, you know, to to get outside of myself. And you know, dude, I, I see you so many. So I stop writing them down, but I think that's eight or nine, right? Um, you know, but you know, part of it is being the example, right? Just living and working the program yourself, so that you can be an example to others. And I know you have a passion for newcomers. You know, you have that whole Zoom meeting, and it's funny. I was there with you the first couple times, and there were three people on the call, four people on the call. And I know that, you know, I was almost going to call your mom up just so there'd be five, right? Yeah, right. And, and she would have showed too. Yeah, totally. And now there's, you know, 40 to 50, there's people celebrating, you know. So, I mean, hey, I just, you know, this is not about bragging, mm-hmm. you know, but I think it's important to, to, to paint realistic, you know, action steps of things to do in the gym in, in the strength part of our section. Let me, right? let me tell you what, and thank you very much for pulling me through that and reading my label. Uh, you know, I started out <clears throat> the coffee talking about purpose. And, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't say, I feel this is my life purpose now to help the next person. Everything you just said and, and being able to celebrate with a guy I'm working with, a one-year anniversary, it was the best day of my my year. It was just the best day of my year seeing somebody, the program working for somebody else. And I know how important that first year was for me. And so I wanted to make it important for him. But look, here's here's the thing. That's not old Mike. Old Mike would have never done that. Old Mike would have never done that because old Mike was just pretending to have purpose. New Mike really has a purpose. And, and, yeah, it puts a bounce in my step. Yeah, so some might say that, that that's the practicing these principles in, in all, all our affairs, affairs you know. Right. And, um, you know, my, uh, first, my, my first real experience or, or example of serving, you know, up until then, you know, I'd help others with a check. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd write a check and, you know, hey, don't bother me. I don't have time, you know. And my, my first example was in that Laguna Beach rehab and my temporary sponsor, you know, one time we, we were out at a meeting, we were coming back and he says, hey, here's what I want you to do. I said, yeah, what's that? He goes, he goes, go back up there, take off your fucking Gucci's and scrub that kitchen floor. Mm. <laughs> I was like, I was like, do, do what? Do what? Like, 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 you know, I'm paying a ton of money to, you know, I'm not doing that. He goes, no. He goes, he goes, if you want me to be your sponsor, you got to do what I tell you. He goes, I'm suggesting you go up there and scrub that kitchen floor. And, and I did. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
and I, it was just such an eye opener. It was so different for me, you know. That was just, you know, and and hey, I just did it because he told me to do it. You know, now I do it, you know, stuff like that because there's there's value in serving others, and you know, it's 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 a transformation. We've talked about that over these last twelve steps. These twelve steps, you know, help folks transform from living one way into living a better, more purposeful peaceful, joyful, happy, blah, blah, blah way. Well, you know, my transformation took me from muddled and principle-less. And uh, I just brought this in. I'll kind of close with this on my end anyway. Uh, I have this hanging in my office. And these are kind of a synopsis of the principles, which again, I came in with no principles into this program. And these are the principles that, uh, that I've learned as a result of these steps. You know, hope and honesty, acceptance, patience, courage, integrity, humility, responsibility, willingness, forgiveness, discipline, servant, and love. Man, you know, I love that list, and I think we should post that list in the resource section just just as a reminder for folks. You know, if you've got it in your wall, somebody else might put it on their wall. But the way I, you know, just quickly absorb that is that that is fuel. All those principles are fuel, you know, for a new purpose. And, you know, I was talking to a guy recently and, you know, I'll close with this, but I, you know, I was talking to a guy recently and, and, you know, he pointed out, he goes, Glenn, he goes, your story is such an asset to help other people, you know, uh, to give people hope, to give people that, hey, you went through hell, you, you worked this program. You know, you are proof, you know, through the promises that this program, if you, you know, you know, if you work it, you know, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly, but it will come. And, and I used to be ashamed of my story. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to be embarrassed. I, I hated my story. You know, I, I, I lost everything. I went to hell. Who wants to brag about that? Mm-hmm. You know, but now selectively, you know, I'm starting to see where that story has value and can give somebody else hope. Tremendous value. Thank you so much. Today's been valuable, Glenn. Love can't you, man. To, Step can't 12. wait to see you next week. Let's get back to work. Have a great one. All right, brother. All right, bye. Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800 800- 273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution. Stay safe in the city of Chicago.